y'all. How are we doing today? Hope you guys have been having a good day, a good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, recently, I read a post on Mrs. Haley Bieber's Instagram story. Um, it was about a father give, gifting a car to his daughter on her birthday. It was an old but a classic car, like very an old as a gold kind of very famous expensive car. And before gifting it to her, he, you know what? Okay, wait. Let me just um. I think I'm gonna read the post, so I think it'll be much easier to. You would understand much better. Okay, so the post went. A father told his daughter, "Congrats on your graduation." I bought you a car a while back. I want you to have it now. Before I give it to you, take it to a car dealer in the city and try to sell it. See how much they offer. The girl came back to her father and said, "They offered me ten thousand dollars because it looks very old." The father said, "Okay, now take it to the pawn shop. A pawn shop, okay, P A W N pawn shop." Um, okay, the girl returned to her father and said, "The pawn shop offered one thousand dollars because it's a very old car and a lot of work needs to be done." The father told her to join a car club with experts and show them the car. The girl drove to the car club. She returned to her father after a few hours and told him, "Some people offered me hundred k because it's a rare car that's in a good condition." Then the father said, "I wanted to let you know that you are not worth anything if you're not in the right place. If you're not appreciated, do not be angry. That means you're in the wrong place. Don't stay in a place where no one sees your value." So the moral of the story is: know your worth and know where you are valued. A diamond doesn't shine on the bottom of a cave. That was the post. I saw it on her Instagram story, and when I read it, I was like, "Whoa, this old man is okay." I don't know if he's old or not, but he's he's old. This old man is speaking facts. He came out here and he chose to speak facts. It's so true, you know. That has been so. When I read this post, that is when I was inspired for this week's podcast. You know, sometimes people are so. Involved in helping others and putting others first, they forget to cherish themselves, and they belittle. I think or demean their worth. I think that's a better word. They do all this unknowingly, though, like thinking it's like their duty or something to go through that pain, suffer through it all, and still stick around because they think that's what others should do too. They have this expectation from people. Who probably don't deserve them in the first place, and in the end are crushed when things don't work out the way they wanted to. It's like a self sabotage. I would think of it as a self sabotage. Sometimes we we care too much, or maybe when we are just new to all of this, we tend to be submissive, or we tend to be very obliging to what the other person says, just because all of this stuff is very new to us. So there's a boundary that every person has that shouldn't be crossed, but we tend to blur that line for that someone, cause we, cause we feel they deserve that extra attention, that extra love. But what happens is that when that line becomes distant, 
we start to lose ourselves, our needs, and what we want that we never get. We are so invested in giving our all, we don't sit back, realize that we haven't really gotten anything in back. You know, as constraining it might sound, um, relationships are supposed to, to a certain extent, have that give or take aspect to it. You know, like, what do you give to make others' life more complete? I wouldn't say, like, two people in a relationship are like 50-50. I feel they're 100% whole as individual persons. But what additionally that they give to each other and support each other. For example, okay, imagine an example is a circle, a ball, okay, a ball of any shape. In order for it to set down and be stable, we make kind of like a stand, a little triangular stand, so that it kind of stays on it and has this much, it's much more stable and much more functional. That stand is the other person in your life. You're that ball, you're that ball, you're 100% whole, you don't need anything extra to it, but the stand is the other person that you're in a relationship with which become the the supporting system for your life you know so like what it's like the other person um hold on let me collect my thoughts okay so like what do you give to make the other's life more complete you know so support it could be love anything of that sort and the same thing comes back. It's like it's reciprocal. That feeling that that support, that love is reciprocated. That's kind of what constructs a good relationship. That's what I feel. So when one person does more than one, which is fine. I don't like some people always do put extra effort. But they aren't getting the appreciation for it. That's the main thing. When you're not getting acknowledged for all the things that you're doing, it's just a waste of time. But you still stick around. So when you when you still do extra, which is fine, but you do extra, you don't get the appreciation for it, and yet you still stick around, that's self-sabotage, big time. You are bound to get hurt because you didn't realize that all the time and effort that you're putting in this relationship, whatever it is, the ship, whatever the ship is, is leaving you with no good in return. You're not only exhausting your time, your energy, but yourself as a person as well. So this is what knowing your worth means. It's something that we do so subconsciously. We demean ourselves so in the back of our minds that we don't even realize it until we're broken by it. I think these um, these little things that we do are more evident in our actions that we perform in our day-to-day lives, the kind of thoughts that we have, the kind of things that we say and the things that we do kind of reflect how much we are aware of our, of our worth. You know, sometimes it's important for us to realize that sometimes you cannot convince someone to love you if they don't. That's the hard truth, but it's the reality. Love is something is not something you can get. You know, it's not something to... I'm going to say a Hindi term here. Might have a lack of communication. But what I essentially want to say is love is something that 
تم حاصل نہیں کر سکتے یو نو اٹس ناٹ سم تھنگ دیٹ ہیز ٹو بی ارنڈ یو نو اٹس ناٹ سم تھنگ یو آر ناٹ بورن ود لو ود ان یو یو نو اٹس لائک اٹس لائک اے لیول یو نو گیم دیٹ یو نیڈ ٹو گریب اٹس لائک سرٹن امان پوائنٹس دیٹ یو نیڈ ٹو اچیو اٹس ناٹ دیٹ لو از ناٹ دیٹ لو از ناٹ سم تھنگ دیٹ سم ون کین ٹیک فرام یو آئی But it's also not something that they can give. You know, it's something you experience and that requires contribution and willingness from either sides. So, either sides of the relationship. But this ex- exchange is not always necessary from you and another person you are involved in. If you start thinking, I need other people to give me love, to live on, you will never actually love something, or you, never, you will never actually experience love. But if you go on living, you know, thinking that love is something that is always required from you, you will find it in everything. You know, all these different types of love will become important to you. I was, I was recently reading a book, and one of the lines from it, it was, um, The pain of losing transmutes into the beauty of having discovered something more important than someone who can promise you forever. Your life will turn into a series of little love stories, all of which will teach you how to love better, how to give more, how to be more of yourself, what you like and what you don't like, how to walk away with grace and respect yourself genuinely and listen to your intuition. This is so true. You know, when you start, it's like you gain a requirement from yourself. Like every day you need to find love in something. Think about it this way. You know, when you start to find love in different, different things, you'll appreciate all the different kinds of love there. And not just the type of love that you're in a relationship with. Just any kind of love. It could be, it's present everywhere. We just need to look. It's present everywhere. Love is everywhere. But we just need to open our eyes more. And look at it, because there are different types of love. And when you start doing that, your love, sorry, your life will become this like little, a little book of stories, book of love stories. And you will learn so much more from these different types of love than the normal one that you experience when you're in a relationship with someone. Some people have that misconception that knowing the worth is... From the money perspective, like how many millions are you worth? However, nowadays, this is a factor that does reign when people decide how much respect I should give this particular person, you know, because they judge based on how much you earn. That's just that. But besides all of this, besides the money perspective of it, knowing your worth is believing that everyone deserves at least the bare minimum of respect and appreciation despite the external factors. You are worthy of all the love and all the respect that you deserve. People think self... People think... I just fumbled. People think that self-worth is something that depends on um, external factors. You know, it's, it's unstable. Depending on what situation you are in right now, you tend to measure yourself the same way. I, I don't think that's how it works. I genuinely don't think that way. I feel... I mean, sure. Okay. If I had to frame that, I mean, sure. Okay, listen. It, it helps to know that you are, you're having all the good things in life, like 
I don't know, steady flow of income, good friends, nice family, all that, everything that you want or you desire or the kind of life that you want, you kind of have a little bit of that aspect in your life. And you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I'm good. Maybe I'm good. It kind of having that knowledge is kind of kind of helps you kind of measure yourself better. However, I feel it's more about the mindset, too. You know, no matter what situation you're in, it shouldn't affect on how you measure yourself. Because um, think about it this way. When you come into this world, you come with nothing at all. You know, you have not a single penny to your name. You don't have a single clothes to your name. You own nothing. Yet people do still appreciate you, love you, and respect you. However minimum it may be because you're a little baby, but they still do that. What happens is that as we grow older, we have responsibilities and expect expectations that people keep from us. People who barely know us, by the way. Like, they are like far-fetched relatives and people literally who have no connection to. They expect things from us. Like, this is the ideal situation you should be in when you turn this particular age, you know? This is the kind of... Um, kind of stage that you should reach on, you know? And if you do, you're perfect. But when you fail to do so, people are disappointed in you, which in turn makes you feel bad about yourself because you're like, oh, people are disappointed in me. How am I supposed to make myself feel better when I can't even please other people? It's kind of like the cycle that we go through, but we need to break free from that. We just need to surround ourselves by better people who don't make don't make us feel shitty for not living our life by a lifetime. Sorry, not living our life by a timeline. You know, we're not supposed to live by people's expectation because then what the hell will free will mean? Yeah, it's useless then, no? So there's no point of it existing if you just have to follow people like mindless sheep. If you have to follow deadlines, follow particular time by that or expectations that people have we're just sheep so what's the point of having free will then because even if we believe the idea that external factors affect our self-worth then we should change our surroundings generate more positive energy around us and change our habits if we do think that external factors how we are whatever surrounding we are in we should change that then surround ourselves with people who don't make us feel shitty about ourselves you know we should be around people that support us not demean us and in return do give that kind of same energy back because maybe they're also looking for that support and they're also expecting something like that from you we never know that we just need to keep giving as well we should change our lazy habits things that don't make us feel necessarily good about ourselves and by things, I mean, probably if we start to eat a bit more cleaner, um, maybe work out more, drink more water, go to bed early, could be as simple as that. These little small habits that we get annoyed by ourselves. If we try to kind of change that little by little, not instantaneously, it might help us. It might help us realize that I am putting in so much effort every day just to live life. I am not supposed to be like, oh, this one is doing that, that one is doing that. Stop comparing myself because even I 
whatever struggles I, everyone has different struggles, okay? So at least whatever struggles I had, I persevered through it, and I am living life. Some people aren't even able to do that, you know? So kind of having that kind of mindset. Because all in all, it's just, it's most of it is it is in our head, you know, which is effective to a certain extent by our surroundings. The moment we build a strong foundation in our heads that no one can define nor affect my self-worth until I allow them to, it's a forbidden area inside my head that no one can have access to. The moment we do this, things might just start to change. So what happens when you're not aware of your worth? You think of yourself as this person who is not allowed to have opinions, or even if you do, it's not valid. No, you have to always be submissive and always be there for someone, regardless of the fact if they are there for you and you're going through a tough time. Have you ever felt obliged to do these things? This urge to be a standing rock in someone's life, no matter how they treat you? It could be for any reason, you know? It could be guilt, it could feel like a responsibility or duty as such, it could be anything. When you feel something like this, take a moment to assess, do you feel this feeling is valid? Assess if that person, whoever you're doing this for, is worthy of your love, care, and the efforts that you are putting in. If that's the case, Go ahead, do it, be there forever, whatever. If not, then you might have to think again. You should... Okay, I know some people think it's it's selfish to take a second and think about themselves. But it's not. Genuinely, it's not. It's just that you are more aware about your existence and you understand how important you are to yourself. That's just how it is. You know, it's like the, it's like the say, if you can't love yourself the way you want to be loved, how do you expect others to do the same? It's all about making yourself so solid on the fact that you are the one who can decide your worth and not anyone else. Because it's the fact of life. That's the fact. You are the one who can decide your worth and not anyone else. No other external factors, no surroundings can play a part in that, or play a role in that. We should never settle for the le- for the less just because at the moment, that's the only thing that we can see when we are uncertain about the future. You don't know what's coming up next, so if you think it's not worth it, you can pause, you know, because more better opportunities and chance- chances may come your way. You never know. That's the thing. We don't know so many things about life, so many different aspects. We are completely clueless on those things. So we should never settle for the less. Always keep that thing. We don't know what's coming in the future. We should never settle for the less just because we think, oh, this is what we have for the moment. And what if we lose this? We'll be single and alone and having no friends for the rest of our life. You know, there's this favorite... And one of the most famous lines in one of my favorite movies of all times, it's the movie name is 10 Things I Hate About You, a classic movie. It is, okay, so the line is, we accept the love 
we think we deserve. This is why sometimes we settle for the bare minimum, because maybe that's all we have seen our entire life, or we are so scared of losing that we hold on to the thing that is just meant to be here for a moment, teach us a lesson, and not supposed to be here for an entire lifetime. Just remember, God will never give you anything less of what you deserve. It has to, whatever it is that you deserve, it will get to you. By hook or crook, it will get to you and nothing in this world can stop you. No power, no one, no person can stop you. So if you stop believing in yourself, try to believe in God. Because he will never stop believing in you no matter what. I myself had a period in my life where I never really realized that I was belittling myself. Um, or not that, more of not paying attention to myself, you know, not putting myself first. I also want to say that this kind of situation can happen in other relationships too, like not just love, it could be in friendships, any kind of things, it could be between family, anything like that. Um, but yeah, friendship was something kind of in my case. Um, I think I think what it was was that I was so excited to be friends with them. Maybe all of this was so new to me. You know, it was kind of like a new sense of realization already. I did have friends before, but this was just, I don't know, it was different. And then getting to a point where I thought I had found my friends for life, you know, as of. <laughs> but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. I had too many expectations and naturally was not met, which disappointed me. But what was worse was that no matter how much I cared, I don't think they even bothered to care that much. So what was even worse than that was that I pretended to be freaking blind about it I turned a blind eye towards it thinking that oh yeah some people you know lack sometimes to care or show love or whatever like that i gave them the get out of jail card for free instead i did the payout for it you know instead of taking it from them i shouldn't have taken it from them no i'm not i'm not doing that it's just i did the payout of losing crucial years of my life where I could have done so much more and enjoyed so much more. In a sense, they held me back. I don't know if they meant to, but they did. You know, times when I felt I enjoyed more at the time, felt like I was having the best time of my life. Right now, looking at it, it just, it feels like a lie. A big fat lie. And I'm talking this happened like what? Maybe two or three years ago? Three, four, maybe two to four years ago. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm like not sure of the exact year when all this happened, but kind of around that time, realization hit a lot like a couple of years later. So But yeah, it just it kind of feels like a big fat lie, you know, and it kind of makes me second guess multiple things. Maybe that's why I'm a bit kind of closed off to things like this because I was too trusting and giving at the first time. So it just ended up getting me more hurt 
and nothing better that happened, you know? So even now nowadays, I'm like a mix of things. You know, I love to socialize, socialize and I kind of be out there and have fun. But I do hold myself back sometimes for possible pain, you know? Or just sometimes I just YOLO stuff. <laughs> and I feel like this kind of the kind of change in things is not something that's very evident, but I think the fact that the way I behave or sometimes the way I think, I can see it sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't like talking about this. Anyways, but I think the lesson that I learned, what I learned out of it was that how much I was not paying attention to myself and I how much I liked for myself. Even if I was there for them 100% of the times, 100% maybe too much, 90% of the times, I wasn't there for myself, which was a big mistake on my part. I am so much more than that just rock-standing friend that they can always lean on when they need it. And when I do, they're like, freak off. But the worse version of that word freak, you know, that's what it felt like generally yeah that's what I saw but I learned the importance of me and I think I needed that for sure so if I had to reflect on whatever happened I think I'm very grateful that I went through something like that um it wasn't that deep I am just I don't know I'm like I emphasizing it but it was for me it was because it was the first time but now I'm kind of over it because despite the time and the energies and the opportunities that I lost, I'm still grateful for it. Because it shaped me to who I am today. And I learned how important I am to myself. You know? So any kind of... That's how I take it. And if anything bad happens to me, at the moment I might have crazy burst of emotions. But then later on, I'm just... I'm grateful for the fact that it happens. Because I learned so much more about myself. I, as like the line that I mentioned from the book earlier, I learned how to love myself more and give myself, you know, give more to the world as well. So it's just, you now the friendships that I have, I'm very proud of them because I feel, I feel those are actual friends. Like the friends that I have right now in my school currently, I feel they are actually my friends. Like, it doesn't feel fake. No matter what it is, it never feels fake. I genuinely have fun. And I am kind of trying to learn the difference. And I can now see the difference between, like, the things. I can, like, from the different friends that I had before and now, I can see the difference. And I'm so much more grateful for the friends that I have now. I love them so much. Um... But yeah, I'm just so grateful for whatever happened in the past. I think I just learned so much more about myself. And I knew my self-worth, which is important. And that is something that I feel everyone has that kind of like, you fall in a ditch and then you get up. It's like kind of that moment. When you fall, you realize the importance of standing up and how essential it is for you. So it's just that's how I take it. Anyways, I guess that's it for this week's broadcast. Um, you're calling me fits. 
well, just for this week's podcast. Well, not the entire podcast, shit. Um, no, just for this week's podcast. I, I genuinely loved today's topic. You know, I genuinely enjoy it. It was very exciting to talk about as well. I think it's so important for us to just realize our self-worth and even if you don't listen to this entire podcast, I just, I just, the thing is, it just the title is Know Your Worth. I just want to give that reminder to people to know your worth, know how important you are, not to anybody else. You're not supposed to be important to anybody else. You're first and foremost supposed to be important to yourself. You need to realize that you're important, you know, no matter how otherwise that people might say. You might say other things, but it's important for you to realize that. So even if people don't get to the entire end of the podcast, I just want to say, I mean, they're probably not getting to the end of it if they're not, but it's just things I want to say. Hopefully they look at the title, have a little reminder situation, and they're excited about it. I just, not excited about it. What? What am I saying? No, hopefully people kind of have this kind of reminder to know your worth and realize your importance in this world. There's not a lot of people around to kind of remind you again again and again about that thing. So it's something that you need to bestow upon yourself to remind yourself that I'm important. I am worthy. I deserve all the love and respect. Even the manifestations sometimes that we take, even the affirmations that we do every day or people that people tell us to kind of say it to ourselves they have these words like worthy deserving you know lovable respectable all of these words so it's just important for us to realize that you know i am so grateful to have a platform to talk about things like these you know because these guys Sorry, these guys, no, these thoughts were just like little, little, little some things I used to have in my notebooks. And ever since I started reading the book, um, I literally have it on my desk right now. It's 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Buriana Vist or Rest. I think that's how you say your last name. I'm so sorry if I'm saying it wrong. But ever since I started reading this book, it's genuinely changed the way I think and the fact that it resonates so much with the things that's written in here, I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. And it's kind of like a little bit of um, resemblance to an answer key about things like this. You know, those certain questions that people have and just things make sense. When you read this book, things make sense. So I would generally request you, just even if you read one essay from this every day, it's just kind of like a little rejuvenation, kind of like reversed. But yeah, what was I saying? Yeah. I'm so grateful for this platform though, because I get to talk about them now, and that's exciting, and I love it. So, just want to say thank you so much to whoever is listening to this. I am very grateful for each and every one of you, and I'm proud of whatever little community kind of thing we have built up here. And hopefully, we continue to kind of move on from that. You guys can follow my Instagram as well. That's at, not my Instagram, the podcast Instagram. That's at Table for One Podcasts. So you can go follow there. I'm posting little snippets and everything. 
little just reminders every day. So you guys can go check it out. Anyways, I'm so, so happy for you. So happy for you? Well, I'm happy for you. Yeah. If you have not heard this, I'm happy for you and I'm very proud of you. But I'm also grateful for each and every one of you that is here. So, yeah. Anyways, enough of the sloppy stuff that we've been talking about. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. It's important to know how important you are. Yes, I said important too many times in this podcast, but what are we going to do about it? It's important to know your self-worth, not bow down and think that, oh, whatever I think is just stupid just because others told me. No, you are the one who is responsible for the foundations that you build in your head, especially at young ages like teenage, like me, I'm a teenager. So it's important for us to kind of build strong foundations and not put our building blocks on something that's um, inconsistent or the foundation is not that firm yet or it's wobbly, you know, because the entire, I'm going to go in architecture terms, um, skyscraper or whatever building that you built, life, whatever life you're building is going to be unstable. So it's important for you to make sure that you literally embed it in your brain that I'm worthy I I don't I need to learn how to love myself you just need to embed it into your head that I'm worthy I I'm trying to find a different word to use you need to embed it in your head that I'm worthy I'm deserving I don't need someone else to give me the love and respect that I myself can give. But I need to make sure that others do give me that kind of respect. Not just because who I am, what my status is in the society, what's my age, what how much I earn. Not in respect of to just that, but to who I am as a person. Okay? And that's very important. So embed that shit into your head. Anyways. Okay, we can have finally ended. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Have a great rest of the day or evening whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you next week. Love ya. Bye.